Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. What do you call it? A disabled Jewish kid. What? Auschwistic. <laughs> Alright, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I'm gonna start gonna I'm be. gonna start transitioning the the dad jokes into fucked up jokes. <laughs> Great, that's gonna get real fun. It's not like a people just, are already calling us fucking all sorts of things, calling us ableists and everything else that they call us, but um we're here to have fun, make fun. And um, it's going to be a good time and be strange. So welcome to the show. I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, a.k.a. the Dungaree do. I fucking hate you. Grow up. <laughs> You're almost 30. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be 30. And Bailey's going to be how, how old are you going to be? You're going to be uh, 26, 26, right? 26. I'm going to be 30 this year. Crazy. Billy's turning, and when this comes out, he'll be. It will be his birthday. Oh, then, then you guys gotta send me stuff. Yeah, send me a bunch of stuffs in the mail. There's some fans I've wanted to send us stuff. There's a couple of fans I want to send us edibles. Uh, there's a I chick would, to, to I would say my address, but like, yeah. what happened with the phone number? I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, get some. Dirt. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get hate mail. Shout out this chick Daisy. She wanted to send you a book full of fun facts. Oh, that, that'd be sick. Yeah, so I might uh, throw out the P.O. address, and then Charles like, don't throw out your P.O. address. And uh, I was just like, give her it's mine. just the P.O. address, whatever. Okay, give her mine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, I want to see it. So appreciate you. let's get into this. This is going to be a little crazy. Obviously, we're going towards soon the Halloween season. For all the fans, we will be doing another film special. We're going to record at Billy's. It's going to be fun. We're going to dress up again. Yeah. Um, we don't, time. Yeah, it's going to be great. So to get into this season that is coming soon, my favorite time, we're going to get into another serial killer. So meet Jesse Pomeroy, the Boston boy fiend, <laughs> who became America's youngest serial killer. How young? I want to oh, find out. It, like, is it going to be like right now or should I guess later? Yeah, no, it can be. You can guess now if you want to. I want to say he's going to be like 11. Close, but no cigar. Oh. You remember when we talked about killer kids? Yeah. How many kids do very fucked up things? I was talking about with uh, that oh, yeah. Billy, We're talking Bill like at work. Seven or eight, probably. Yeah, those kids that are like yeah. psychotic. And those two kids that like brought that kid out into, took him from the mall. And these kids were like eight, nine. We talked about it way back when. And then they like bashed that kid's head in next to a fucking railroad fucking station. Which is like, you physically don't really have the strength to do that as a child. Like that young. Yeah. Like you, you can, like I remember trying to being seven or eight and I couldn't flick a lighter. My yeah, thumb wasn't that. strong enough to flick the bick, so like, but it set it on it to flick it, but it, it, <laughs> I couldn't flick it. And it's it is crazy because when you get into these the youth, and it's just like, where what? How is this getting instilled? Like serial killers usually get like you know beat like Richie and or yeah. taught like you know, all these people that you know Richie or or just yeah. not taught. 
Yeah. Just, it, this is, you don't treat people like whatever. It's just like, yeah, you're you. And then the kid's like, I'm me and I kill people. Yeah. And I think it'll be, it'll be after this one, me and Juan are going to get into Gerard Schaefer. Um, it's already set up, ready to go. And he was a killer cop. And we were talking about, it, and he didn't know that Richard Ramirez's cousin was like, came back from the Vietnam War and showed him all these tactics of like hiding in a closet. And here's <laughs> some tactics, you yeah. call them. <laughs> here's fucking creep. <laughs> here's pictures of me abusing Vietnamese. Women, so that fucked him up. It's just like I hid in this closet for three <laughs> Vietnamese weeks. Yeah, that's four and a half English weeks to you. Oh, I thought it was gonna be three hours. That's a Vietnamese week. It's like three hours. <laughs> Shit's so fucking rough. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's crazy when we, like I remember when we talked about the killer kids. When they're that young, it is it is crazy. Like those kids that like they brought that kid out and then they cut his cock off. That was a long time ago. When we talked about that. That was when Justin was still around. Oh fuck, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I was we blocking. We out. obviously drank. <laughs> <laughs> very we j- drank very heavily on the beginning of this podcast as i've said and um I, well we still do the yeah. only difference is we just start before we start it's drinking true. before it was like and we'd hang out for two and a half hours and be like, you I, start now? I okay. know and we would drink first and have like shots of vodka and then we just get into it which it was the problem for sure but um <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm fucking so everyone check out the host heads page that i'm banned from for another 30 days <laughs> keep getting banned so whatever it is what it is and then i even, gave up on social yeah. media dude i haven't even been on shit for i commented today on a post and that was the first time i've done one <laughs> yeah billy busy forever. b billy but even anton's like i'm surprised you're not permanently banned yet and i was like they just keep giving me 30 days is there a permanent band <laughs> yeah they'll just, i think they can kick you off all like all of facebook like that um do that I eventually want to get on the podcast he's busy with his life but um adam he was like permanently banned from tiktok it, it, they literally he can't even open the app it won't let him even open the app they like do, i just saw his video the other day now, yesterday it might have been a uh, stitch or something like that but he he's, no, it was him no he, he he did literally or actually it was just this morning i saw him i don't know how unless somebody redid his video the truth unlimited 11 yeah he's not allowed he on. might have, he might have been on a different thing or he might have been on his friend's thing but it straight up came up i'm gonna i'm gonna find that after we're done i swear to god i just saw that this morning Weird because he's. I've just talked. I just talked to him. It was on my page, like and, so. It wasn't an old yeah. one because it literally just popped up on my homepage. For, for the people that don't know, it was just someone that was like uh, maybe jump on the podcast, but he had like forty thousand uh, followers on TikTok. A lot of people were liking his shit. He just talked a lot about COVID and and the things that are going on. But I think what got him was there was a couple of videos. But one, he <laughs> he said he's like, what if Hitler was right? What if because the Jews own the central banks and all this stuff? And he's like, maybe he was on to something. I've already said that. I, on this podcast my <laughs> all the good tiktoks come from my jokes so everyone true. steals my shit <laughs> So Jesse Harden Pomeroy was 14 years old when he killed two children in South, Bo- uh, South Boston but he had brutally beaten and disfigured others for years before But you said he was stupid young like how No those other kids I was talking about this is 14 you have some cognitive ability to understand what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, when I you say like. years, you're talking like five, six. That's yeah. what I think of when someone says years. You were not eight years old dismembering people's fingers. Well, that one, there's one kids that were eight. They cut off their kid's cockle. I still don't Sliced know how they physically fucking did that. Fucking cockle with you a long and shiny blade. Held, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Jack Buck. Um, you couldn't have held him, though. Like, How did you the hold him The kid was down? like four or three, and they were like oh. eight and ten. Oh, so okay. that's why. Okay, that, that makes more sense. I should have like a gross out fucking sound effect. So in 1874, Jesse Pomeroy became the youngest person 
to ever be committed a first-degree murder in Massachusetts. I know you guys don't like how I say it. Massachusetts. Uh, he was only 14 years old. Why does it always come up? I know. I don't does know why. That, it's just like, <laughs> Wis- up city. just like Wisconsin. Massachusetts Arkansas. is fucked. Yeah, because eventually, it might not be this year, but definitely next year of Halloween, we'll definitely be getting into like the Salem witch trials, which I think is like crazy. It's a bunch of hysteria, like we covered with um, that one chick. I don't remember her name. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but right. it's, it's like mass hysteria, essentially. That's what it boiled down to. And maybe ergot, which is like the, uh, it's like wheat going old and then you would eat it or you would put in products like bread and it would make people go crazy. It's fucking weird. Not how they make alcohol. Yeah. It's like, but it's like wheat that's gone bad. I can't, I don't know the whole scientific terms of it. Oh, they're probably talking like mold. It's called ergot. That's what it's called. It's and probably then, fucking like mold. And then it made people crazy. Yeah. And, people are eating mold. Yeah. yeah. They're dying. <laughs> yeah. So he's only 14 years old when, but his crimes are so horrific and violent and bloody that he would spend the rest of his life in jail before dying in 1932. So let's get Damn, into what made at 14. this boy. Yeah. For the rest of his life, just throw it all away to, to kill some people, I guess. But he had no parents. No, he had parents. His mom. His parents should have been. His parents should have been locked up, and he should have just been given to a good home. And this then, is, if he does yeah. it again, then he's in trouble. This is like in the 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 late nineteenth century, early twentieth century. So nobody really gave a shit. <laughs> like it's true. And bring up it's his fair. mom and his dad. Man, they they look haggard. The picture that I saw of his mom. She looks like she's a witch on her own. Yeah, she looks creepy. Born November 29th, 1859 in Charlestown, Massachusetts, Jesse Harden Pomeroy developed what people refer to as a humor when he was an infant. Though he recovered from this unspecific ailment, his right pupil had scarred at birth and it would be covered with a lick, a thick film for the rest of his life. So he had like a white eye, one normal, one white, which made him even more creepier looking. You know, that's like the old man in the cemeteries that you see. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it, it always like shows a side view and then he turns. And he turns to the camera and Have it's you like, checked ah! the children? <laughs> What's that? Have <laughs> you heard from the children? <laughs> Jesse Pomeroy's childhood struggles remain debated. Some historians are adamant that his father, Thomas Pomeroy, a Civil War vet, uh, who worked in Charlestown Naval Yard was abusive. Others maintain that he and his older brother, Charles, had a rather mundane upbringings. Jesse Pomeroy was five years old when his neighbors claimed he stabbed a cat to death and threw it in the river. Good. He sounds like some Aleister Crowley shit. Or Aleister Crowley's like, let me see just how I want to kill a cat because I thought I had nine lives. I just want to find out if I had nine, but it just has one. That's a fair question. <laughs> Let's go try. Let's go try. Let's go try with your cat. Fuck that. Chelsea will kill you. <laughs> but it's just, it always is that thing where, and he's only five years old. If this story is true. And it's like, how does, how does that develop at such a young age? And that's why I have that crazy theory. Well, curiosity that, you know, helps anything. Yeah. Like just like, and again, though, nowadays you're disciplined and trained by your fucking parents that you treat people good. Most, right off the bat, times. like yeah, like but even that, like you're in kindergarten, you're four years old, and you smack somebody, yeah. you're like you get ripped away, and you're like you don't do that to people unless your dad, like, dad oh, puts oh, cigarette oh. cigarettes on you. It's like I, got, I need an ashtray, son. Get yeah. over here when you're five years old. <laughs> then you turn to Freddy Krueger. You take children down to a boiler. I just that's always fine. find that that crazy. I like, and that's always a, a trigger thing. But like, you know, I always have that crazy theory that who knows, maybe s- serial killers and these people are possessed, or there's something just inherently wrong with their brain since they were a kid. I think it's just 
raised. Dude. Yeah. Like, cause people are all like that. Like I know a hundred people that like in my mind right now that like that the way they acted when they were that age, like if nobody ever taught them any different that they could have been. Horrible oh I, yeah. I guess I, I knew some bad kids. I wasn't as bad till I yeah. got older. Yeah. But like it, that's, and then that's who you start becoming. Yeah. But like when you're just like girl, you just don't know any better. You're just like, Oh, this is well, it. And especially if you have Hell, a father fucking, I used to just sit yeah. there and just like throw dinky. I was, Three, four years old, and my brother would be playing video games. And he, this is why I think he hit me when I got older. But I was like three, four years old, and he'd be playing video games. I just like th- like whip dinky cars on the side of his head, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Funny!" <laughs> it was hilarious watching him in pain. It was funny to me. See, and that's and they teach you almost that, like even uh, old school shit when, like uh, you know, when films started being created, was like uh, the Three Stooges. Pain's funny, right? Yeah. And then it's the the whole theory, too, is it's like... Uh, well, you, when you're that you're young, you're not watching The Three Stooges. I was. You were not watching The Three Stooges at three years old. At five, I was. My grandpa used to watch this shit all the time. Just uh, put it on. I'd be like, laugh at this. It's like, all right. <laughs> Where's Barney? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, but it's just like if his dad is beating him, I, I wonder how young it is, because especially back then, it's just like, you know, he does something just kind of wrong, and his dad backs him hard. He's in pain, so then he wants to inflict pain on other things. That's how I see it, because that's usually That's what usually what it is. That's why I got beat. <laughs> one, of his, one of his teachers said he was particular, not bad, but difficult to understand. Pomeroy hated being corrected and ultimately became a loner who devoured uh well, pulpy. Being, what? Sorry, he hated being corrected because his dad kept fucking hitting him. It's true. He's <laughs> like, don't hit me. What? You, he's like three years old and he's like, dad, dad. And he's like, it's dad. And he fucking just hits him. Slaps him. <laughs> but it made him become a loner and he would like devour these pulpy novels, like, uh, like the savage the, the savagery of the frontier, like all these like bloody war novels. When he was a kid, he's reading this shit and it would be everywhere at this time because the civil war was, uh, just kind of beginning and ending like uh, yeah, yeah. 1850. Uh, when was he born? 1859. I don't know. I can't remember that. The Civil War, I, I, I think, hasn't even happened yet. I think I thought it was like 1887. That might have been the end of it. But it's just this time era is all about war and destruction. And I don't know. I'm terrible at fucking history years. I, I have no fucking idea. I, know. I can't. I know even, the War of 1812. I can't even read them. 1800 ADBC. <laughs> ADBC. Jesse's father reportedly beat him with a horse whip. Damn. Fuck, that hurt. Da, na, 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 na. Inspector Gadget? No. Whip it real good. Oh. Da, na, 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 na. Remember the Simpsons where fucking Smithers has the licorice whip? Yeah. My licorice whip. Da, na, na, na. Stupid. So, yeah, and he beat him with a horse whip, which probably fucking hurt, and, order, uh, and ordered him to strip down naked so he could beat him with the horse whip. That's gay. That's sad. That's gay. Sad. Yeah, he's probably like, let me let me see your little peck a little boy. I want to see, see a little you. I want to see a little boy bum. <laughs> so I can whip it. Uh-uh. You've been a bad, bad boy. And his mother Ruth said he had a serious case of pneumonia in October 1871 and had left him not so well in quotations. So it's like he got pneumonia and he went a little loopy. He got all crazy. His crimes began that winter. Around Charlestown. Like, who's watching these fucking kids, man? I don't know. Nobody's watching the kids. 
So around the Charles, uh, around Charlestown, and children reported being beaten and sexually molested and assaulted by a large, er, larger boy. They said he had lured them away with promises of sweets. Want some candy? Oh, he's the he's the ice cream guy. Daddy, chill. <laughs> that, I, that was not the right one. Did, did you mean to hit that one? <laughs> kind of. Oh, okay. Um, but like, you know, it's just like, have you seen Chi Chi Bang Bang? Uh, yes, but Chi-Chi no. Chi Bang Bang, we yeah. love you. Do you remember that creepy guy that would lure in the children? And no, I literally like, like, I, like the name sounds like dumb, obvious. Is that a song too? Chi Chi Bang Bang, we love you. Hey ho, Chi Chi. And they make a flying car and there's like these Nazis that are flying around. It's a Disney movie. You got to watch sometimes when you're like, I guess when you're drunk because you don't get stoned, but it's a fucked up weird movie. It is extremely weird. There's like, they're kind of Nazi-esque like villains and they fly around on like a blimp and shit and chasing them to get their technology for the flying car. And But there's this creepy like child lure and he like has this creepy thing where it looks like this nice ice cream car and he's like get in and then it flaps down it's a cage but i saw a funny video on tiktok where it's just like it's obviously about them bribing people for the the vaccine and it's just like this guy and he's got he's like uh free pizza free fries million dollar or a fucking million dollar ticket for the lottery and it's just like him Damn. with the with all the quotes and shit but he's a if you for everyone that knows this or doesn't watch that movie especially if you get stoned because it's fucking weird and creepy man disney movies back in the day i don't know i don't know what uh um, kind of like them yeah they're they're, they're, they're intriguing weird. So he would offer them sweets, and then he would violate them, disfiguring their faces and genitals with oh, a knife and pins. Ew, gross. <sighs> so fucked up, man. That, I wonder if like he was the original guy to do that, and then everyone else is like, oh, you can lure little people with candy. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That definitely works. Hey, this, this little kid did it. I'm smarter than the little <laughs> kid. I can do it. And then all the pedophiles start like be like, so, so Jesse... What did you do first? Did you give him the candy first or did you say, come here, I have candy? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, did you lure him with one? Like, as a taste, like drug dealers do? <laughs> Take a little lick and he, like, makes him lick the he popsicle. Gets eat, no, he, he gets like a fucking, back. he's like, buddy, you like Charleston Chew, don't you? <laughs> and he fucking rips off the end and he's like, open your mouth. <laughs> do you like Charleston Chew? I don't think it's that great. Dude, I like, like, honestly, I like anything sweet. I, yeah, I, have I a sweet love too. fucking. Yeah, I have a sweet tooth too. I do like. I, I'm trying to lay off it, but even it's like okay, get some brownies. But that's the hey, thing. Like I don't sorry. like. Okay, here's the thing. Like I'm a, once it's in front of me, I'll fucking eat anything and I'll enjoy it. But I will never ever go out of my way to buy it. Yeah, I get that. Which is like odd as shit, stranger. But no. <laughs> we should just get a recording of me going strange. <laughs> even episodes of the fucking Anton or Juan. In these descriptions, Ruth Palmer recognized her son, who was called the boy torturer and the red devil. The like, little boy torturer. The boy torturer, not the little boy. It sounds a I little added better. It. <laughs> and the red devil by newspapers. Quietly, she moved her family to South Boston. She's like, all right, I'm going to get out of here because that's clearly my son. She didn't post it on Facebook. Well, it's like, <laughs> well, you remember when we talked about uh, good old Paul Bernardo? Yeah. Where son, all his friends were like, oh, it looks like you, Paul, like slapping him on the back thinking it's funny. And it's like, no, it actually, he actually is the Scarborough rapist. You just don't know it. Because they all they say, oh, it looks like you, Paul. They make jokes. And it's like, but that, I don't know how they didn't clue in that it was him. I yeah. think I think when I remember right, if you go back in that episode, is that I think that one of the, his friends did tip off the cops, though. 
So don't snitches get stitches. Fuck yeah. But 100%. August, 100p, mofo. <laughs> but in August 18, but in August 1872, a boy was found tortured on a beach and another was found beaten, raped, and tied to a telephone post in September. It's cold out. Would be in Boston. That's kind of crazy that he he literally tied a boy to a fucking telephone post and then essentially like mutilated him, raped him. One victim told the authorities that like the, how old was he? Sorry, at this point, um, like is this still like thirteen? 14? He was twelve, Holy thirteen. Fuck. I know. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? One victim told the go watch fucking TV. <laughs> they didn't have TV, man. That's why they're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, you remember, you remember, and uh, you remember, remember berries. Do you, don't you remember on that? when there weren't so many Mexicans? No, I'll always, uh, always make me laugh when we were talking about um, the abduction case of Benny and Barty Hill, and you're like, they didn't have color photos in the '60s. I was like, yeah, they did. <laughs> we're stupid, but we were pretty like buzzed on that episode too. It's funny how things slip your mind when you're drinking it too, though. You're like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. And I looked it up. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't think they did. (laughs) Stick to your convictions, man. (laughs) It's all fake. It's government conspiracy to make you think that they had color photos earlier than they did. One victim told authorities that the perpetrator had a marbleized eye. So like Palmer, the white eye, which is makes him a lot more creepier. Like it makes him like they could put him. They could put him in like a serial killer movie. Yeah, yeah. Like in some sort of like even American horror story shit because he's some creepy boy with a white eye that rapes and mutilates everybody. So which quickly led to the arrest of 13 year old Jesse Pomeroy facing six years in a state reform school in Westboro. Pomeroy's mother managed to get him released within months. Oh, it looked, he just like cupped his balls and he's like, oh, and he's trying not to make a noise and it made me smile. So, and honestly, back then reform schools weren't a, a good thing. They were, they were shitty. You yeah, might say. There you go. That was Alex. Jesus. Guess I'll leave that in. Yeah, that's fun. You could have kept all that in. That would have been enjoyable. <laughs> All right, go talk to your female friends for an hour. He brought this girl over, and this you can keep in the podcast. He brought this. He brought this fucking girl over, yeah, and she showed up dressed so fucking slutty that I averted my eyes. Like I was like she was walking in with John. Like she walked in like she wasn't wearing fucking clothes. And I went, oh shit! Like put my hand over, like, looked like the other a tube way. top, and no, a like skirt. straight lingerie. What? Like a bra and undies? Pretty fucking close. Barely more than that. Anyways. Describe her outfit. Uh, like a, lo- a lingerie that covered the tummy. Okay. Like it was all lacy, but what like was she on the 90% bottoms? of the boots. It was a lace bodysuit. Yeah, it was a lace bodysuit. What about her legs? Is it exposed completely? Like short. Hmm. So she walks in that slutty, like obviously just here to fuck. Mm-hmm. And they they walk upstairs. And what I'm nationality like, was she? I'm like white. She's a white chick. Yeah, but anyways, white chick, yeah. up. Walks up. And Sounds like no, a white okay, girl. None, none of this matters. But like, <laughs> oh, actually, just the fact that she was dressed like that matters. They walk up, and I was like, okay, well, he's gonna go get pussy. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And then I woke up, and then she was gone in the morning. I was like, oh shit, what happened? He's like, ah, 
we just talked for three hours and then I, ah, and then she went home and then she, and I was like, Oh, he didn't fuck. He's like, no, I couldn't. She just wanted to talk. She did not just want to talk. She showed up like that. She wanted to fuck so fucking bad. <laughs> I'm not leaving until I defend myself, okay? That was not Your defense happened. is garbage. I went, <laughs> You're... I went up there. This bitch tried to ask me a shit ton of questions. I didn't even know her fucking name. Do you have gonorrhea? Do you have syphilis? Do you have cold? No. She wanted to talk. She was pretty much just trying to make conversation until he touched her, but Dude, he wouldn't. So he's just like, my name's Jonathan, and I did pass high school. I'm not doing anything until I get to know. Oh, I didn't want to get to know her. After like an hour, I got impatient, and then motherfucker Alex slapped my wall, and that was my trigger point. Because she started commenting how the lizard was so cool. I'm like, nope, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and I took her to my car, thinking she was, I was thinking I was gonna drop her off. What I did? How'd she get home? I don't know, and I don't care. Well, she didn't touch a cocky. Whatever, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with what you did. If she's gonna be a little whore and then be like, I want to get to know you, she but. wasn't. She just wanted like thirty minutes of depth conversation to fuck, so, Dude, so she didn't I, felt so slutty. She no, showed up so naked. Me, she just didn't want to feel like a hooker. That's the only thing. You just had to make her feel not like a hooker, and she would have fucked you. It would have taken like 15 minutes. The way she was dressed, the way she spread herself over. Yeah, she was ready she to was go. Much there. I'm not paying the bitch. Yeah. That's why I didn't even take her home. <laughs> All right, well, that was the conversation. All right, there. that was Billy's story time. See you later, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get back into this. So, and obviously, like the mother realized, obviously, it, that's 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 my boy. That's my that's my beautiful baby boy. Oh no, he's on the front page of the newspaper for, for murder for, for and rape, rape. No, rape and rape. He, yeah. I, he just beat the shit out of kids at this point and raped them, which is like it's like actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure my boy had brown hair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's actually my kid. <laughs> that that I I just that just just happened just today. Yeah, that must have not been my kid. I poured bleach in his eye just by accident. And that happened today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it, I think that's fucking crazy. And the fact that they got she got him out of there. But imagine seeing your boy. And the thing is, I wonder what his dad would think if his dad saw this and stuff like that. Because obviously his dad was aggressive. Mm-hmm. Some historians say. And beat him, but obviously he was kind of gay. Yeah, in, so, in some way he obviously liked, or or it was, or some people aren't even gay. It's just like a power thing where it's like I have more power over you, little boy. I'm older than you, and then you just you know he's like you got a hole there, so might as well. Gross. That's <laughs> fucking gross. So J- Jesse Pomeroy had been out on parole for barely a month when a 10-year-old Katie Curtin disappeared from her home. So he liked a bit of the jab. He liked a little bit of the both. I don't know, a bit of the jab. I don't know if that's a saying, but I just made that up. A bit of the jab? He likes he likes a bit of the both. A bit of the both. He wants to be anti-vax, but he took his first shots, but none, <laughs> yeah. none of the other ones. None of the other ones. <laughs> Since she was last seen at Ruth Pomeroy's shop where Jesse worked, authorities questioned him and searched and searched the sh- and I don't know why I can't try that again. One more and rewind, selector. <laughs> do you get a rewind button? Yes, you do. No fucking way. You have a rewind button. Yeah. <laughs> Since she was last seen at Ruth Pomeroy's shop where Jesse worked, authorities questioned him and searched the store. I don't know, that was a sure, sure, sure. Uh, th- though they found nothing. 
next to the body of a four-year-old. No, whatever. Uh, his his boot prints. His boot prints. Horace. What uh, what year million. is this? Pardon me. Let me go back. This is all right. You said uh, early nineteen hundred. Yeah, uh, eighteen forty-seven. Um, hey, I mean, 1874. So let's, 1874. Let's talk about how many people would have different types of boot prints in that day. Very few. There's <laughs> one boot for everybody. Pretty <laughs> fucking much. But they did they have would different not, shoes. It, yeah, but they can't, they would never have analyzed stuff like that back in the day. Like DNA You're damn just right became they a, fucking did. DNA only became a thing in like fucking They had to take clues like that. How did they try to... Should I catch Jack the Ripper? They'd analyze certain clues like, how did he gut this prostitute? Did he cut her up the vagina or down the belly? Like, they, they would analyze shit like I, that. I, I think it was more of a guess. Everyone that's out there, if you want to kill someone, make sure you wear not your shoes. Because that's what they caught uh, Richard Ramirez. Well, yeah, caught, like nowadays, yeah. Richard Ramirez's shoes, they they started to catch on. And he then he realized, because the, the news media released what shoes he was wearing... And then so they fucking, he threw his shoes off the bridge because the news media let that slip. Yeah. It's fucked. So the boy had (laughs) been nearly decapitated and dumped on the beach, which is fucking crazy. He like literally like almost sawed this kid's head off. There's something fucking wrong with this kid. Probably. When the police returned to question Jesse Palmer, they found scratches on his skin and blood on his clothes. And they're like, you can go. I'm just joking. They didn't do that. Jesse Pomeroy was arrested on April 24th, 1874 and confessed after being confronted with millions, Millen's body. Unfortunately for Jesse Pomeroy's family, things got a little worse after Ruth sold her store for much needed cash after the arrest. She's getting down her luck. And the new tenants discovered the decomposing corpse of Katie Curtin in her basement. Pomeroy oh, shit confessed again so he got caught essentially for yeah, and as a little kid you know he wasn't holding his own in that interrogation no those cops were fucking on him <laughs> he's like okay oh, <laughs> look at um what's his name uh brandon dassey from um uh making a murderer the kid was like not that intelligent he obviously was kind of um yeah Oh well, no. Yeah, he's, nice he, noise there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in, in he wasn't the most intelligent kid. He just loved wrestling, and the cops were like, "Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I also like wrestling." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I see, see at that point too. They're so naive. Yes, and it's they to the, are. It's to the point that like. You can almost convince they did it even if they didn't fucking do it. Yes. And they would just say yes. they did it. Especially if you have some cognitive disability and stuff, which Brandon yeah. Dassey definitely You'd had. you like, I'm pretty sure I did it. I think so. You're telling me I did it. I probably did it. Johnny. Yeah, so which is crazy. So they, he got caught for Horace Million or <laughs> Millen and then... And then they, she's like moving her shit out, selling her store, and they fucking the, the new people that moved in found this chick's body, this little girl's body in the basement, which is so fucking crazy. So his trial began December 9th, 1874, shortly after Jesse Pomeroy's 15th birthday. It ended the next day. And although the jury rejected the defense of an insanity plea, okay, they offered the boy leniency because... Of his age. You're young. Yeah, I know you like raped that kid and, and you almost decapitated that kid and you killed her and you killed Horace, but you're young. 
That's all that matters. You do stupid things. It's okay. Fuck it. <laughs> the judge disagreed and sentenced him to death. Crazy. But obviously we know that he didn't die. Yeah, well, clearly. Deeming him too young buddy for... Fucking, buddy dug a tunnel out yeah. of death row. Yeah, I know, literally. He was so young, the electric... He was sitting in the chair and the fields... The electric magnetic fields like couldn't grab onto his. And they know that it arm. made him a superhero, and he became electrode. Yeah, it was just so lightly <laughs> grazing him that he is now electrode. Well, I, I don't know if you'd want to get into it on, on the podcast. Um, uh, I think you would. Uh, I'd, I'd choose you for topics before I ask Anton and all the all the other fuckers. But like, if one day if you want to get, we get into Alcatraz. Because Alcatraz, Alcatraz is, is sick. So yeah, fuck crazy. yeah, that's mine. So 100%. crazy, man. Yeah. Digging out the guys, digging out holes and putting a poster. Yeah, why do you think oh, it's shut down? So nice, they're man. like, this 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 place doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop putting these people guys here. got out with. I think it was like a spoon, and they just kept digging. I don't know if that's from the movie or not, but it's fucking weird. So and like so, deeming him too young for such a fate, the governor's office refused to sign the judge's order of execution. Okay. The strange thing is, though. If he was black, they would have killed him right away. Okay. Like they, there was a, there was a kid around the same time in the, the late 19th century. And it was a black kid that they accused of raping a white woman. Mm-hmm. And he was like maybe 13 or 12. And they put him to the frying chair. And there's horrific pictures of him sitting there like crying, like mortified by what's about to happen to him for something that they proved later on that he didn't even fucking do. So it's kind of crazy when you have those, like, you know, it's just like, well, probably was that kid. And the same thing happened when I, when I was like in law class and I was, I've mentioned this before where I had that teacher that used to be a lawyer and there was this case of this black boy, um, that got accused of this, this, this guy came up, <laughs> shot his, shot his wife and then, um, almost shot the husband, but accused didn't get, or did he and, do it? And then, no, he didn't do it. Oh. They, and then they drove, the guy was in, obviously he was hysterical. His wife just got shot in the head, all this stuff. So the cops drove him around and the first black kid he saw, he was like, that's him. That's the one. And then they arrested him. this kid and they put his him in. His name was Alex. And they kill, killed him. It's fucked up, I wish man. they fucking killed Alex. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, <laughs> the governor's office refused to sign the judge's order of execution. After two years and three separate votes, Pomeroy's sentence was commuted to life in, in solitary confinement for life. Which would make you even crazier. He's coming out of there like the fucking Joker. Could you imagine how fucked up you'd be? Like, you already had the mentality that killing people is okay. Yeah. And then you proceed to... Thought he was taking my beer. <laughs> I had to do a double take. <laughs> um, you already come out with the mentality that killing people is okay. And then you get put into a fucking fine box room for, ha- for life. Mm-hmm. So you're not coming out okay. But I just want to see, like... Even, you know what, honestly, even five years. Yeah. Oh, five yeah. years of being put in something like that. Like, fuck me. Solitary confinement fucks people up. It makes them go crazy. Like, I've, I've seen on that, like, even that, those shows, like, 60 Days In, where people go in there for even a week, and they think they're fucking, they're crazy after. They don't even know, like, they're well, a week what is day grow, is it? Grow fucking up. You're alone <laughs> yeah. for a week. Grow up. I will be like, bashing my head against the wall. I need human connection. But like, yeah, like honestly, even a year, a year in that, where yeah. you're just like, 
like, you know how fucking clingy I'd get to the guy feeding me food? I know. He'd put the tray in and be like, give me your hand. Yeah, and this is a quote for all the people with all, even all the stuff going on, not going to mention too much of it, but how Joseph Stalin in front of all of his, I think it was, I don't know if I have the whole story correct, but I think it was in front of his followers and his military and the people who followed Joseph Stalin. Mm-hmm. He took this chicken and he plucked it bare and fucking is causing so much torment and anguish towards this chicken. And the chicken was plucked bare, little skinny old chicken. And then he kept, he fed it a couple times, some scraps, right? And the chicken, be- keep it alive. and the chicken kept following him around. And he's like, does not matter what you do to your people. If you keep, if you torture them, do whatever you fucking put them in horrific states of mind and, and shit. He's like, as long as you feed them as little bit of scraps, they'll keep following you. Uh-huh. It's fucked up, man. And that's, Damn. that's what the whole thing but is. He rode a horse real nice. Yeah. That's the whole thing is like, <laughs> even in today's society, right? You know, uh, if you put a frog into boiling water, it jumps out. But if you put a frog into cold water and slowly boil it, it will just stay there until it's dead. What? That's not true. That is, is. 100% true? true, yes. That would have been the coolest fun fact ever. Oh, I did not know that. That is the coolest. Is yeah, that would have been the coolest fucking. I wish you told me that. That I did not know that. That is such a cool fucking. <laughs> it's is that fun? is that is that actually? Yes, like, do you yes. know that wholeheartedly? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Hundred percent. That is true. No shit. Yeah, and that's it. Just reflects on what society is at the end of the day, right? So it's crazy. So like you know how we after his fifteenth birthday, his trial began, and then literally. Um, the 16 year old was incarcerated in Massachusetts state prison on September 17th, 19 or 1876. So over the next 50 years, Jesse Palmer would try to escape at least a dozen times. He nearly succeeded after rerouting the gas pipes of his cell and triggering an explosion. How old was he again? 16 at this time. And he was smart enough. paid so much attention in science He's a Mag- MacGyver motherfucker. He just like was like, because I see this pipe. It probably goes to there. Let's just reroute it and see what happens. If you put a lighter up the gas. <laughs> I learned that I brought in Axe hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but the. What do you mean rerouted? Like this guy like unscrewed piping. Yeah. And turned it. Somehow like piping solid. You I can't know. just bend it. This is also in the late 19th century where everything exploded. Everything exploded. Yeah, they that's just fair. didn't know how to <laughs> that's fair. Well, we're trying things, okay? <laughs> yeah. But the blast uh left him incapacitated. So like I just pictured like in like a movie where he's like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here, we're gonna break out of jail. He rewires the pipes and it blows him against the wall and knocks him out, and he's like, woke up and all the fucking guards around him. He's like, Oh, all right, well, I didn't go as planned. <laughs> Damn. It's just like waking up from the, like, oh, shit, that shit knocked me out. I didn't expect that explosion to be that big. It's like, you're an idiot. In the end, he spent his life learning several languages. What languages do you think that he learned? German? That's got to be one. <laughs> I know, but uh, oh, he didn't. You don't have a list? No. So, several oh, okay. languages, as far as they know, in uh, historical And he's in, he's in prison at this yes. point. Yes. Um, so, he has obviously free time to get books and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, he learned uh, Hood. He learned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. 
You learn Cogni where it's just like, oi boys, get you down to the, the cellar. Like you just like learn like shitty British accents. And stuff. Yeah, it, it's all the same language, but he just learned the accents with yeah. slightly different words. He's like, I know so many languages. He's like, I know several languages, but he only knows the accents, but he just speaks in English every time. So he also wrote poetry. He's spitting some bars, yo. Oh, he's, he's spitting bars, bars down there. And allegedly invested in the stock market. So he wasn't in solitary how he, confinement. How he, yeah, how did he? Yeah, I was going to say, actually, that entire time. Like, there's no fucking waves in solitary confinement yeah. the whole time. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Which is, like, Even how, learning languages. Like, who's giving you that shit? Like, what are you just grabbing a book? You see English words translated into Japanese know, Japanese transcripts, and you're immediately able to read it by yourself. But at the, at the same time, back then, obviously, you got to argue that point that, like, it does, does say for the rest of his life he was in solitary confinement. But the guards, like, guards get used to prisoners, and they're there for life. So they kind of they come there every day to see them, how like, give them their food, all that stuff. So they probably got some relationship with him where he okay. was like, I want to learn about this or that. And they're like, all right, well, I'll give you this book. And, and then the guards, probably, he's like, I want to invest in the stock market. And then he's like, all right. Here's a slip. I'll but he's you. not, yeah, he's not physically at the stock market, though. No, no, but they like probably, it's not like it's online. He, he didn't have his iPhone 10 you know there. He, did? he <laughs> was like, I'll suck your cock if you invest in the stock market for me. And then give me the money, even though I can't spend it in jail. Oh, you can spend it in jail. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's true. 100%, buddy. Yeah. You know the difference between Crest toothpaste and no name toothpaste? I'm just joking. Fuck. But he, maybe, he did, maybe, he, maybe he sucked this guy off to let him off the hook so we could invest in the stock market so we could pay Big Bubba off to not suck off Big Bubba. Oh, or you could get fucking uh, <laughs> Hubba Bubba versus Big League Chew. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a competition I wonder then. in the late 19th century what the fuck you would get in jail, though, honestly. Uh, just Cigar- car- cigarettes. cigarettes. Cartons of cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes and, I'm sure, alcohol. He was... Different he was, brands he was and in types of alcohol. lined with fucking cartons of cigarettes all yeah, around 100%. him. Yeah, 100%. And he had one of those visors that you play when you play poker and he was just smoking cigarettes as he's fucking like flipping cards to himself. He's That's it. That's all that matters. <laughs> so in 1929, he was uh, transferred to the state prison farm in Bridgewater, Massachusetts, which is weird. Massachusetts. Why does uh, this keep happening there? Bridgewater has a lot of weird, strange shit uh, in there that me and Juan talked about. It's mm-hmm. a lot hard. of strange things going on there. <laughs> To live out the rest of his days. Three years later, he died of a heart attack, just shy of his 73rd birthday on September 29th, 1932. He, he was, fucking a, he was lived in jail for yes. four, from 14 to 72? 16. Oh, I'm sorry. Correct me. Uh, heaven forbid it's two less years. 16 till 73. He, he really got his youth there. Do the math, man. 16 to 73? Yeah. That's so minus 63 minus, so yeah. 57 years? Is that crazy? Mm-hmm. Spent his entire fucking life in solitary confinement. Well, no, he didn't because he had stock market and learning <laughs> languages. Yeah. He did not spend his whole fucking life in solitary. Like he got a, a once in a while to walk the yard. I'm guessing they would have to let him do that. He's got to stretch his legs or he's probably in there like crippled. Maybe he, okay. Maybe <laughs> that what they meant by life in solitary confinement was like two hours a day. You go in a box. Yeah. Especially back then, they yeah. were a lot more lenient, but then a lot more harsh when it comes to other shit. Or maybe solitary confinement was like a, a like a dog crate, a, a dog a dog crate. Yeah. So it's like it's all open ended, so you can still talk to people, but well, you're you're stuck in the crate. Well, you no, know, like in uh, old timey prisons, we have like the hot box. 
they put you on the yard in that fucking box that was brutally hot in the fucking sun. Bro, I fucking love Prison Break. I never watched that. My buddy was super into it, though. Is it good? Have you seen Breaking Bad? Weren't you the one that said you didn't see it, or did you? Yeah, I've seen Breaking Bad, dude. Out of every show I've ever watched in my life, I don't think there was one more intriguing or better than Prison Break. I'll have to get into that. Prison Break is by far my favorite. I've re-watched that season, like all seasons, probably like seven times That's now. crazy. That is like one of the best fucking shows Guess I've ever watched. Guess what's got a new season coming out, bro? Nosferatu. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, oh, wow. They, that was just right off yeah, the top of my they, head. No they, fucking yeah, way. They really? They piloted it. They said, well, I don't think they, the pilot's gone through yet, but yeah, they said, Billy literally tried to make me watch this show so many times that I finally watched it. I did enjoy it. I don't think it's the greatest show, but it is no, good for pr- a poor. Pr- if you want to talk about like great shows, like Prison Break's better than Nosferatu, but I was obsessed with it because I've never seen a good show at that cow in so long yeah it was like it was there's all these shows that are binge worthy or whatever you want to fucking call it and then nosferatu pushed that barrier for the first time i've seen in so fucking long that i was obsessed well i guess you probably don't have apple tv but uh c is a really good show no i don't have that either the only the only shows in my life that i've ever like been obsessed with are breaking bad yeah breaking bad prison break is better than all of them yeah and then i love suits with fucking that pedophile. I like in? suits. What? Who's the pedophile? <laughs> Who's the pedophile? Who? Oh, who never mind. <laughs> never, suits. Never, not, never mind. That's House of Cards. That Kevin Spacey. Oh, <laughs> the kid. I was like, what the fuck? The, the, theory, the theory is because uh, we're almost at the end of this because he's in jail. He dies shy of his thirty, uh, his seventy third birthday. But um. That Kevin Spacey, like, there's theories that said he was the worst on Epstein Island. He would ask them to torture the boys more. Remember we talked? Yeah, I remember you telling me that 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 was fact. I said it's who knows, but that is not what you said back then. You said I have it on good authority. That is probably correct. I just said I probably believe it because he just seems. And now that is not what you said now, back then. I want you to go back and listen. Now to how because you they, talked about he that. killed all of his accusers, he's allowed back into fucking movies. Kevin Spacey's coming out with another fucking movie now soon. And because all of his accusers mysteriously died, just like the whole Clinton bullshit. I did not fucking know that. How do you feel about that Alex scream? Fuck yeah, Kevin Spacey's the shit. Well, that's not the fucking answer I was looking for, but okay. (laughs) I mean, like, to, to do something that fucked up and still come out with movies, like... It's fucked. You know what? Actually... This is the part of my brain that pisses me off is the, I almost admire that a little bit, kind of like, can't you understand that you did the worst of the worst Mm -hmm. and you made people just not care because you're, you're such a charming actor. Yeah, but then Lana Del Rey can't fucking make music because they think she's not a feminist because she said some shit against other bullshit. It's just like uh, that. It could Kevin Spacey that, can rape I mean. kids and come back to fucking filming. That's what I and mean. And then it's just like these people Is, can be canceled. That's what I, that's what I was saying. It's Isn't fun. that kind of fun? Like, it's so uh, okay, admire might not have been the right word. Impressed yeah. was the right word. I'm impressed <laughs> by that. So by the time that Jesse Palmer died, Pomeroy died. I always want to call him Palmer. 
Palmer, by the time he died, America had finally invented a term for his crimes, serial killings. And So in the 30s. They said the 30s, but as far as I fucking know, I thought it was the 1960s by the time the FBI coined serial killer. Like that they were, that I'm pretty that sure. That is one quick Google search away. Yeah. Keep talking. Although Pomeroy killed only two people, too few for some for a definition of a serial killer, his crime shared pathology that the uh, American uh, Psychological uh, Psychological Association considers the hallmarks of a serial killer. Damn! What year did you say? I thought it was the sixties. And what year did they say? The thirties. Seventy four. Fucking! I thought it was later than the English was- term and concept of serial killer are commonly attributed to the former FBI special agent. Robert yes. uh, Reeser, yep. who used the term serial homicide in 1974 in a lecture at Police Staff Academy in, in Hampshire, yep. England, United Kingdom. You ever seen that show? What's that fucking show? Look up the show that's based on that. So 74. So somebody just kind of jumped the gun on this guy. And he's yeah. like, he was the first one. <laughs> oh, what's that show? Everyone was pissed that he didn't renew the season. There's a lot. I'm mad about a lot. <laughs> so look up serial killer show. Just do it quick for a me. Serial killer show. Yeah, come what, up what am I just going to like list off everything no. that comes up? Serial killer show. Just Netflix. just Google serial killer show Netflix. Serial killer show Netflix, and it's just going to give me a list. Uh, what to watch? Uh, we got Mine Hunters. Mine Hunters. Okay, let me see that. No fucking way. That's the first yeah. one. No. Um, so it was like, it's like Mindhunter. That's what I thought because I watched that show and they did the whole cases with, uh, you know, they actually, that's why people are, their people are pissed that they didn't uh, renew the season because they started getting into the BTK and they didn't even catch him in this, but how they caught BTK was the way later on with his, uh, his floppy disc. But they, they show in this, in this Netflix show where they got this term serial killers from. They start interviewing serial killers to understand other serial killers. Okay. So we're eventually going to get into the co-ed killer pretty soon, probably, okay. probably coming up into November. And we're going to, we're going to get into that and everything, but they would interview him to find out motives of certain serial killers. They interviewed Charles Manson and stuff like that. Like he made a cameo in the show. And it's just interesting that this obviously research was way off. I didn't realize that, that obviously when I wrote it out that that had that in there. But yeah, the term serial killer did not come out till the seventies. I I said sixties because I was like shooting a little further back, but I swear it was later. And I fucking was always right. <laughs> You're so, always right, aren't yeah, you, Tom? Usually, gotta usually. be. I was right about this fucking <laughs> pandemic, though. <laughs> Stop! You always make your way to fucking. Whose fault was it? Whose fault was it? What do you mean? The pandemic? Yeah. The Chinese. It's always the Chinese. Oh, I thought you were going to say the reptilians. (laughs) Well, no, they're all, they're puppeting everything from behind the scenes. Um, But like, so his crimes did share like pathology that American Psychological Association considers the hallmark of serial killers, a distinct pattern in sections and selections of victims, locations and methods. You know what I mean? So like there is serial killers that target specifically black women 
or yeah. prostitutes yeah. or gay men like Bruce MacArthur, which we'll eventually get into because his trial that, is going like, rides. Oh, his fucking yeah. shit is. We've been. I've actually mentioned that about four times. Yeah, I know. Now. Well, I want to. I get forgot through that was his trial, name. but we have to get to. Bruce is that MacArthur. still going on? Yeah, um, I'm pretty. But they're still doing semi trial stuff, and he got convicted. I'll have to look deeper into that uh, because it's been back and forth for a long time. But we'll be, uh, we're going to get into that. We're definitely because he's a Canadian serial killer. We love getting into those. Well, so, from fucking Toronto, right? Yep. That's Toronto guy. And he buried bodies in, like, planters that he uh, did for his work. So to this day, there is not only uh, – there's, no, no, there's only one other person in America who could actually contend almost okay. with Pomeroy for the title – of America's youngest serial killer. Uh, um, what do you mean contend? Like, isn't there kind of like a date? Well, it's just like who, now killed. Who's, this the, many? who's the worst uh, youngest serial killer? It's not the worst. It's the who's the youngest. Yeah, it's just it's the true. date of your age. Well, a murderer named Craig Price in Warwick, Rhode Island, which we might get into one day, who's who killed his first victim in 1987 at age 13. Then killed two more at the age of fifteen before he was arrested. So he's got. They're contending. They're the, the contenders. They're against each other. Jesse Pomeroy and Craig Price are boxing out. They're like UFC fighting stuff. Like, well, I raped this girl when I was twelve, and he's like, No, I fucking killed someone when I was thirteen. Oh my god! So over his life, Jesse Pomeroy <laughs> had spent fifty nine years in prison and reformatories confined uh, confined as a ward of the state. It was the longest America had ever held someone behind bars. This is a different guy, right? No, this is Jesse Palmer. I just said it was, fi- I did the math on it and it was 57 years. You're not wrong. 59. It was 59. You said he died at 73. Yeah. And he was 16 years old when yeah. he went there. That's 57. You're wrong. 63. No, I'm not wrong. Do yeah. the math. It's wrong. I'm not wrong. Okay, you're maybe right. I'm correct. Well, they fucked up, or my research I'm fucked correct. up. But so it like, which is crazy. He was as far as I don't, I don't know if it's to this day of 2021, but uh, as long as person that was held behind bars and headlines still called him the Boy Slayer. I can't believe, like at that point, like why wouldn't you just kill yourself? I know, but someone's just like, I guess you make a life. You're like, this is life now. Yeah, I'm hanging around with Billy Bob, my friends. Everyone's feeding me. I'm not really working. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Everything's for free. Charles Manson's like, get it, man. I'm in the system. You can't, you can't imprison me to to my minds and my thoughts. I'm, I'm outside of this reality. You can keep me confined in cell, but I travel. I travel with my mind. Yeah, I'm putting you in the hot box. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Come here, buddy. (laughs) You're going in the hot box. And then they look at him in a while. He's like, Jesus, it's so hot in here. But I see you, Jesus. I see you above me. Okay. Well, keep going, buddy. You're staying another 48 hours in here. uh, I keep shouting out, but Charles Manson will be coming definitely, if if not the end of this year, by next year. And and I can't believe we haven't even fucking. We're gonna get it's it's gonna be a big topic, and I want to cover it in one episode. So get ready for three hours. Damn, fuck. Because I guess fuck. It's time for. I'm so fucking, I'm not doing it's, it again. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's time. time for Billy's Fun Back to the Day. That took a lot of breath. <laughs> there. I'm going to get evicted. Okay, <laughs> this is dumb, but I kind of liked it. Um, <laughs> they're always dumb, aren't they? Yes, they are. But, but, but isn't it kind of like intriguing just to like think about the dumb There's stuff? There's some that are better than others. And I wish you would find some that are like I, really fucked up fun. No, facts. but I just like like fucking like I like 
the whole point of this was just like to to think of like something that you would never think about in your entire fucking and life. You've been doing this for a long time, but it's fast. <laughs> like, cause this one is, it, it, you're going to hate this. You're going to be like, that's stupid. But like if bees were paid minimum wage, <laughs> okay. For their labor. Yeah. A jar. And I love the guy that did the math on this. A jar of honey would cost about $182,000. So What? If so, if be, bees were paid yeah. minimum wage, a jar of honey would cost $182,000. Well, good thing they're not. I know, but isn't that cool? <laughs> like, isn't that cool to think about? Like, that's how uh, long that takes? Yeah, I understand. Isn't that fucking neat? Like, you would never have thought of that in your life. You would never no, be like, I wonder I how long it takes to. I, I know, but that's to. why it's fun facts, I Tom. guess that's true. <laughs> All right. You know where to find us, www.strangerupodcast.com. Get yourself some fucking merch. Support the podcast. If you want to support us, I got, I got, I got fucking four TikToks. Don't make me make a fucking good <laughs> TikTok. Um, but yeah, follow us. Get ready and, and sh- watch out for the YouTube because we're definitely... Most definitely going to be doing a Halloween episode. We're going to dress up. We're going to have a real fun Fuck doing yeah. it. It's going to be fun. So it's going to be good shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Love you guys. Love I'll you. be on as much as I can. Love you. <laughs> Are you going to tell him? No, let me do it. Let me tell him what I did. I just took a shot of Kirby sick, and you're about to get a healthy dose of it. So get yourself comfy. Come on. Pull up a seat. You're about to witness something you probably will not believe. But first, let's make sure I'm playing it right. Shout out to the people who understand when I write. So if you're tapped out on some kind of syrup, you might want to realize it's time to grow. Open up your eyes. What the fuck just happened? Little stupid punks taking craps, they're napping. You're paying them thousands for shitty songs. Take literally no skill at all. But I'm working hard, trying to build up a wall. I'm up most nice, just reconstructing songs. My patience is gone, now it's time to choose. You got heartfelt songs, cracked up fools. Light switch on, low IQs. Yes, harm's done, I'm over you. Thought out lines or mumbled slang, you got all their timer done in the day. You got beautiful minds or shit for brains. Push new heights or failed sixth grade. So it's time we fight, we put them in their place. Cause it's just not right to get to play the game. Here is a plan, we take a stand. And you can delete all this fucking shit from your playlist. Even if you don't like my rhymes, I'm fine. Peace sign, I'm right. Just fuck these guys, work together, build up a team. God damn, these kids are really bothering me. Honestly, I don't get it. Explain it to me. Why the fuck in the world are you supporting infidelity? When did that become cool? Either we won? Fucking over people who just loved you for so long? See, that's what it does. It implants an impression that it's okay to do wrong and just be a shitty person. But now, fuck that. As a matter of fact, I've heard enough crap rap. We need to take it back. I need your help, guys. Take their lives and you can open up a spot for jacked up minds. Go take time just to gather your thoughts. Appreciate the thought the black culture brought us. Look up Snoop, Cuban Dre. You can even bet your office on them and Jay. And then all new stuff like web and logic. First of Echo, Trey, Flip, and Hobson. See, that's the kind of stuff that I fuck with. But I don't want to hear you bitch because you started this.